bit delayed because my sleeve is on my hands. I feel that's like okay. that's fine. Okay. Hey, Queen. <laughs> Welcome to Injecting Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I'm Alexandra. I'm Diana. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Hey, Queens. How's hey, everyone queen. doing? Queens is, uh, you know, gender neutral in this sense. <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> how are you this week i'm good i'm good but yeah i'm just good yeah how are you <laughs> yeah i'm good as well mm, yeah but now that we're in working from home well working from home jail mm. it's like i feel like when the government tells you you have to work from home it's different from when you're working from home yeah it's true it feels like um claustrophobic all of a sudden yeah <laughs> yeah and like it's just like oh the government told me that I have to work from home the government told me I have to wear a mask now like mm. I didn't stop wearing my masks mm. <laughs> like, yeah, even same. when I, I would go I would go shopping and I'm still wearing my mask and stuff like that I didn't stop wearing them but now that the government are telling me that I have to it's just like well why mm. did they change it in the first place like yeah what's the point Mm-hmm. Yeah, no point. And I sent you earlier. They're um, now creating anti-vaxxer dating apps because the anti-vaxxers <laughs> don't want to date us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's so stupid though because it's like I'm sorry. Even on the dating apps, well, when I unhinged, yeah, when mm. I was unhinged. I mean, um, yeah, mm. when unhinged, um, <laughs> it, you could put if you're fully vaccinated or if you're not. So you could have put that you're not vaccinated and stay away from the people who are fully vaccinated. So what? Yeah. What is the issue? Like they already put. But isn't it crazy that it's like it's like with Brexit? Yeah, it's divided <laughs> people fully, like yeah. in friendship groups and in families. It's mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is bre- is the Brexit of 2020 <laughs> 2021 in, in one of my friendship groups one of my friends um like hasn't been vaccinated and whenever something goes wrong in the news like there's a new variant we just all at her and we're like thank you well done <laughs> <laughs> oh and she, she's, she's fine just- with it because yeah, we don't yeah, hate yeah. her, but like yeah <laughs> but I just deny I don't know like I'm I don't know where I even stand with it anymore. I'm just like, please, can can I just live my life? <laughs> yeah, well, restaurants and everything is still open, isn't it? Like, but then yeah. as well, I'm I'm just I'm not even gonna. I was meant to make New Year's Eve plans, but I feel like now we're just not even gonna bother making them because it's like might as yeah. well just stay at home. <laughs> yeah, well, New Year's Eve is just expensive anyway. Like, if you if you're yeah. leaving your house. It is like because as well, we don't even want to go to go out like to a club or anything. We just want mm. to chill somewhere. Like <laughs> I was thinking, like oh, we could just get a hotel, maybe a spa hotel, and then just just do something cute like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's a bit yeah. much. My it's um, a bit much. my brother's having like a house party thing, and the theme of it is um, like British. <laughs> British things so like it's really it's a really British weird thing things. but so I, like I'm Yorkshire taking pudding. it as no like I'm taking it as like, you know the, those pages like Love of Huns and stuff like that like the mm. the British the British queens like that kind of thing as in not the royal queens but like Gemma Collins Katie Price stuff like that like people okay. are going as those yeah. like British Huns and <laughs> okay. okay I've chose the most random fucking thing right I'm gonna go as um, Shirley from EastEnders 
with um, you know you know there's a scene of her with a gun and a trench coat <laughs> I'm gonna I thought I'll, I'll put a picture of it up somewhere um, and when when I've dressed up I've bought like a Karen wig I've bought a fake gun I've bought fake cigarettes and I need to buy a trench coat and then I'm gonna wear like knee-high boots and, <laughs> and, like, a white shirt and like a skirt oh, gosh. for the full Shirley look that's fucking hilarious that is that is hilarious and I bought new Have eyeliner fun. as well because she's got like black eyeliner like yeah. in her, it, like what's that thing called? The inside of your eye, the tear eyelids. Ducts. Yeah, the tear ducts like all around there. She wears thick eyeliner. So that, <laughs> that's going to be my look for New Year's Eve. Very classy. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> it sounds interesting. <laughs> no, that sounds, that sounds hilarious. Yeah, it's because okay. I want to save money though. Like I, I was thinking of going out in I London. But it's just fucking long. But it's long. just long. And yeah. it's what I find just going out New Year's Eve, like, I feel like whenever you go out New Year's Eve, it's it's never a good night because you have to get yeah. anywhere before midnight. So you need to get yeah. you need to get to somewhere for like 9 p.m. because mm. of the queues to get in somewhere before midnight. Yeah. Just so you can have the countdown. And it's just fucking long. And it's just like everyone's out on the street for no reason. And it's just like... It's true. It's like what are we doing, and, like, and the cabs like are well expensive. Yeah, I feel like New Year's Eve parties over going yeah. out. Definitely, yeah, like if there's a party, I feel like always that over going out. I don't think I would go out again. I think I'm even thinking like, I even think next time my friends suggest doing something for New Year's Eve, I think I'm just going to be like, if no one's hosting a party, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, because it's like I can just stay in my house and chill. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. My true. family, or like, like we're all we're all grown, and it's just like usually my cousins come around and we just sit, <laughs> we just sit chatting <laughs> and watch the fireworks. Like, and it is on the telly. We don't even watch anything. We just have it. We have it on in the background. We're not even watching. <laughs> then it's just like, oh shit, is it midnight? <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, oh, Alex, put on a New Year's Eve song. And then I have to think of like, you know, What's okay, a new, a new relevance. So like, you need like, you need a song that's going to yeah. be like that, the, the song of that year coming in, like, coming yeah, through. Like, yeah, Burner Boy for whenever. Like, yeah. Something so like last that. year I did, um, was it last year or the year before? Last year or the year before I put, I put Coffee on um, yeah. W because yeah. it had recently come out. And I was just like, yeah, we're like, we're going to load the L, take the W, you know, yeah, like that's what yeah. we're doing this year. And I, and I put that song on intentionally yeah. for that because of what that's it was good. saying. Because at first I put the song on and because obviously it's like a chilled song and some, and like my cousins hadn't fully heard it. At first they were like, <laughs> oh, I don't think this is a good one. But then when they listened to it, they were like, actually, no, this is a good one. Because, you know, yeah, we're going to, we're going to load the L and take the W. Yeah. Yeah. Then mm. they were like... And then that song just reminds them of New Year's Eve. That's like, it cute. just reminds them of the new year. Because it is so, a big song now, like, or at least... It is a big song. As the years have gone by, like, it's, it's a big song. Yeah, well, it's always been a big tune, but, it's, mm. but it is just, like, just every, the message in the song is everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. So what about that's, that's, this year, though? What is it? It can't be Essence, can it? I feel like everyone's outdone Essence now. No, I'm I'm done with Essence. I'll find yeah. another one. Justin Bieber done it for me. I can't. I don't, I don't have the energy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and he jumped on it so fucking late as well. It's just like... I know. We can't even enjoy it now. It's like the song has been rinsed. Yeah. Thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has. It has. Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe New Year's Eve song. Maybe, um, actually, guys, maybe you guys want to join in Twitter hashtag Injected Podcast. Let us know what your what um this the song of of 2022 is gonna be because like maybe yeah. it would be um, you know, Love CK. How's it go? The oh, I need to play it. Is it the one that everyone put on their TikTok? Um, yeah, everyone's on their TikTok, and it yeah, actually came out it. like two years ago. Yeah. Oh, it came um, out two years ago. I thought yeah, it came out two years ago. Yeah, it actually came out. It actually came out two years ago, but yeah. like it only got discovered. This one. Yeah, this. Oh, uh, this is a vibe. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> this is a vibe. I think this might be my, my New Year's song, but I'll stop there. You guys know what the song is. I think I think that's going to be my New Year's yeah. song, actually. That's a good one. It, it's a tune. It's a tune. Mm. All, all blessed. With kids, yeah, that reminds me of holiday. <laughs> yeah, it was too long ago. It's too, oh, it was no. still summertime. <laughs> we, we need something winter. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, so the other week I went. Um, I had my smear test, guys. Guys, um, book your smear test, book your cervical screening. Um, so basically, like, I got a letter. Let me get the letter. I got a letter from the NHS. Yeah, and basically. It says about like, thank you for coming for your cervical screening. And it says, my results show that I have HPV. And it says, this is called an HPV positive result. And HPV is a common virus. And most people will have it at some point in their life without knowing. Usually it goes away on its own. However, sometimes it can be long lasting. And this may cause abnormal cells in your cervix. The cells can, over time, turn into cancer if left untreated. More information about HPV is on the back of the letter, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so mm. I just wanted to just share this with you and just be like, okay, like guys, get your smear test. Cause just like how mine's come back saying I'm positive, but at the same time, it's not something that I need to worry about. Like at least yeah. I've been checked and I can see that. And then I just have to have another, um, another cervical screening next year. Mm. Whereas usually they're every five years or so. Or so so yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this is just like, you know, public awareness announcement, just saying, go get your smear test. Um, obviously, if you've been invited, if you if you like, and or if you have kind of like any problems that you're worried about, like, and just go to your doctor and just request to see if you can have it done. But um, obviously, if you're 25 and over and you haven't had your first cervical screening yet, go, go and book that in. Um, it was quick and e- easy at my new doctors because, hmm. you know, they um they like my last doctors didn't want to give me my cervical screening um because of covid because apparently my vagina can have covid but um <laughs> that is not true so <laughs> that's what so, the like, anti-vaxxers th- say <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like literally yeah um my new doctors um they invited me straight away and literally like I could book it in easy and have it done and it was really like even the experience of having it done it was very quick and easy it wasn't painful it was like it was a little it was a little bit uncomfortable I say a little bit it's a little mm. bit uncomfortable but I I wouldn't say it was painful it How wasn't long did it awkward take? it was like literally 2 minutes really oh it was God. quick like literally Wait, how like they, how do they do it they just ask you to Open your legs and <laughs> so, yeah, do they have so a tool? Yeah, so basically they come and like, yeah, she just told me, oh, just um, just take just take your bottom half of your clothes off and then and just put like, and then she gave me, um, you know, they've got that paper towel roll 
in, in the yeah. doctors on the beds and she yeah. gave me some of that to put over me so kind of like when I you know like if you'd go and get a bikini wax at a good place mm. they'll give you something just to cover yourself so obviously you can't see yeah. downwards yeah, yeah so it's kind of like deep being decent kind of thing and I said at a good place because you know I had a bikini wax and I think I've told you about my awful experience already. Um, they, they didn't give me none of that at that time. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, anyway, so she just gave me the like, um, and she's like, oh, and then just pop that over you. So I did that. And like, literally she comes and she was just chatting to me. She was just asking like, oh, so are you working? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm working from home. So I just popped out and she goes, oh, that's good. And then asking me about my job and whatever. And then um, literally, so they have, um, what do they call it? It begins with an S. Basically, they have this thing um, mm. where they, I want, I want to say spe- spectacles, but it's not that. It's something like that. <laughs> anyway, my mum will cuss me. Anyway, so they, have, <laughs> so they have this tool where basically they insert it just in your vagina and then, and then it, it opens it up. Mm. And then through that tool, they have a, a long cotton swab, which they'll put through the tool. And then to get um to go up to your cervix. So it's a long cotton swab yeah. and it'll go up, up to your cervix. They'll twist it around a few times, take it out, done. Literally, take it out, mm. done. She was done. And she was and then she just told me and she was like, Oh, there's a little bleeding, but that that can be normal. But blah blah but she just informed me that there was a bit of bleeding. Um yeah, but I wasn't yeah. bleeding loads or anything. And then and then she was like, Yeah, she's like, Oh, we're all done now. And she was like, Oh, you can just like, you know. Or wipe wipe yourself up and then just um and just get get your clothes back on yeah. and then I just left like literally it was it was easy. very quick and easy just like if you just go there and just relax it's it's really not like mm-hmm. the whole procedure of it I feel like see this is why I'm trying to be kind of transparent about it because I feel like people don't talk about it and then people go there mm. being scared and yeah they're everyone's scared terrified because about it. Yeah, and they're scared because people don't know what the hell HPV is. And like, mm. I I went in there, and I just started, and I was just chatting to the nurse, just asking her about, oh yeah, so yeah, so what exactly is HPV? What do, like what does it do? I understand that it can cause cervical cancer, but blah 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 blah. And I just spoke, I just spoke to her and just asked questions. Just go in there, ask your questions, um, and then just be like, okay, yeah, so what what do the tests? do what do you like what does it what mm. will it show and what's the procedure afterwards and what happens like just just ask the questions and be open um because i yeah like it's their job yeah, <laughs> and like when yeah. when they're taking your details anyway there's time for you to just sit and chat to them and ask the questions because then they, they mm. need to take all your details down and check things out anyway so mm. th- that's your time where you can just sit and chat to them ask your questions and then um even like don't even feel like awkward when like you need to just like take take off your trousers or whatever like at the end of the day these are medical professionals they've seen a lot of vaginas before like don't f- don't feel embarrassed they've seen they would have seen lots of vaginas mm. of gonna have seen a lot worse they would have like you know kind of they've been working in this for how long you know and they would have studied for how much longer before that so don't even feel like awkward about it because it's literally just like at the end of the day it's like literally just like this is for a medical screening it's not yeah you know 
Yeah, I just feel like you shouldn't feel embarrassed about stuff like that. I remember one time I had to get like my vagina looked at for something and <laughs> I turned up to the place and the woman who was doing it was like uh, someone I knew, <laughs> someone I knew's mum. I was like, fantastic, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> and I felt, I felt kind of embarrassed, but at the same time, it's like, who actually gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, it's like, she's, she's gonna cute. have seen lots of vaginas before, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so literally, because like, even when I went there, I was like, oh shit, I haven't even shaved or nothing. And like, yeah. whatever, it's winter. <laughs> They're going to have seen a lot worse. Who cares? I don't care. Like, <laughs> a lot worse. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to impress anyone right now. So yeah, don't even like, don't even sweat it, guys. Just just go and just, yeah, just, yeah. just kind of just be relaxed and just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was quick like and that's the thing I think if you go in kind of have an idea what to expect and knowing how quick it is just even from me talking about it at least you guys can just feel a bit more at ease just to go and just mm. not and just yeah. not feel too panicked and not feel oh my god what's gonna happen no one talks about this oh my god cervical screening is a really big thing blah 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 like you don't have to be a big thing mm. well done but yeah yeah but even with in my res- with my results it's just kind of like what i didn't know is that it, it hpv can be attracted from so basically it can be attracted of skin to skin contact of the genitals so and it, so it can be you, it, you can pass it on through sex and stuff as well and, and they say oh yeah condoms is probably the best way to um best way to protect against it but at the same time because it's just skin to skin contact, con- condoms won't necessarily protect you against it. Yeah, true. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, even, and I feel like that's not something that, um, that has, that's not information that I've ever heard. So like, no, and yeah, so just, just so you know, HPV, it's just, it's just a really, it's a very, very common virus. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like you don't even have to worry about it like the only time and basically this is the whole point of having the cervical screening because say just like how minds come back positive okay i'm just going to get checked out again next year and then Mm. and see what it comes out next year and like and just as long as that like as long as there's no abnormal cells it's fine if there's abnormal cells then like then as long as you're you're getting checked like if you are getting checked and just the fact like how mine came back positive now i'm going to get regular checked so there's going to be the check to see again to see if there's abnormal cells if there are abnormal Mm. cells and that's enough time for them to treat it so if you just think like um getting checked out is the best prevention of anything serious like you guys have nothing to worry about like i'm not worried anyway i just it'll it'll go away so yeah yeah well done yeah cool but i just wanted that public service announcement anyway (laughs) next oh as you want the nationality bill like i haven't read into it either but um (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to mention just about (laughs) um this bill that they're trying to pass in parliament that says that um british citizens can be can be stripped of the national their nationality um Mm. can be stripped of their british citizenship if i don't know if what (laughs) i don't know i've just heard that anyone can be like it's like yeah quite a small percentage of people well quite a high percentage of people might fall into that bracket i'm gonna have a little look now but um yeah i don't really know much about it well 
we'd probably definitely fit in that well yeah, yeah. well i'd definitely yeah. fit in that bracket, bracket i'm guessing yeah it says home secretary Preet patel said the government's nationality and borders bill will tackle illegal immigration and the underlying pull factors into the UK's asylum system. But to be honest, like, is is this? And I I said this to you before. I don't like to be the one to be little like problems. But is illegal immigration like a big problem right now when this we're going through thing. like so a global I, pandemic? Yeah, like I want to question this whole thing. Actually, yeah, like okay. To your point, mm. is this a big problem right now? Is this the thing that's on their minds that they really need to pass this bill yeah. right now? I'm sorry, yeah. we've run out of lateral flow tests. Like, <laughs> please, can you sort that like, out? Why aren't you going going to the companies in China that that manufacture them? Why haven't you bought more? Like, yeah, no, doesn't make no sense. Um, mm. Anyway, yeah, so I agree with you with that. Also, another point that I want to have towards that about anti-immigration, mm. <laughs> um, illegal immigration is... Um, just the other week, um, a lot of r- refugees who were trying their best to travel to Great Britain um, drowned in the ch- in the Channel. Tw- Twenty seven yeah. people drowned in the Channel. Um, rest in peace to those people. Um, and this is what you is is this your response to that? Instead of seeing who and takes it. responsibility for who should be letting in immigrants, so this is your response to that to be like. Less illegal immigrants, make it stricter to, <laughs> so to be able to, to, to send them back on the on the dinghy boat that they came that they came to the UK mm-hmm. on. Like, <laughs> really, this is your response to that? It's mm. just a bit. It's a bit sick. So it is. This is basically the objectives of the legislation that um, the government want to bring in. So. Um, to make the system fairer and more effective so that we can better protect and support those in genuine need of asylum. I'm sorry, but if you're travelling by boat, then I, it seems like you're in genuine need of asylum. <laughs> yeah, but um, like, what, what is this hierarchy of genuine need of asylum? Yeah, if people it? are coming to this country, what do you mean? I don't, I don't understand it. Like, It's very... Um, it's just very like, oh, we've got the power and we could keep you safe if we wanted to keep you safe. But yeah. are you genuinely, are you genuinely in need? It's so patronising. Yeah, it's very patronising. <laughs> like we've got so many free houses here like and free buildings, but do you really need to come over here? Do you really need safety? <laughs> do, do you really need to benefit from our benefit system? Yeah. From our NHS? Do you need healthcare? I don't from, think so. From our underfunded NHS? Do you really yeah. deserve to, to have use of that? Because like, immigrants are the ones that are fucking ruining the NHS, apparently. Um, apparently, not not the ones who are keeping it <laughs> keeping yeah. it going. <laughs> not not the ones that are literally fucking um like defunding it every fucking mm. few years. But literally, um, another objective is to deter illegal entry into the UK, breaking the business model of criminal trafficking networks and saving lives. But how I don't know about how this does as well. it do that? Yeah, like I don't know how it does it and. How how is immigration what what is criminal trafficking networks? Like is that a common thing? Is that well mm, as, as the pedophiles in uh ten downing street. Mm. Mm. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> the to remove, in Parliament. Mm. To remove the UK wait, to mo- remove from the UK those with no right to be here. That is the one that stands out to me because it's like <laughs> who who um determines 
whether yeah. someone has the right has, to be has here no or right. not. Like what is so? This is basically uh, the Windrush scandal 2.0. Yeah, yeah. So, and then let's deport Jamaican people who have offended, gone to prison, and come out of prison. Your little treat is we're going to deport you. <laughs> I just yeah, it's just that that whole. So how do they word it? N- not don't have the right to be here. Yeah, those those to remove from the UK those with no right to be here no right to be here but like and then what specifies no right to be here this is the thing and this is what's worrying because mm. it's like <laughs> what what like okay mm. because well we learned the other week um which I learned from Dr Shola about how if you were born like after the 80s um, or born from like the 80s or something that mm. we don't automatically have British citizenship yeah. even though we were yeah. born here. So um, like, do do all of us have not have the right to be here then? Because even though we were born here, we, we don't actually have the automatic right to British citizenship. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, um, the, do people the, who have been um, contributing to this economy for all for like majority of their lives, but they kind of moved, they have they were moved to the UK at what time? Like, do 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 they not have? Do we do they not have the right to be here? You know, like because yeah. this a lot of people come under come under <laughs> these, you know, categories. So it is at some point it gets to it gets to a stage where it's like. Look, you obviously don't want a lot of us here. You don't want a lot of us brown people here. Mm-hmm. So how about we all go somewhere? <laughs> Should we all just go somewhere together? Like Why that, not? that's the thing. We we would love to all go somewhere together, but that costs money and the money and yeah. the, the this government that aren't giving us reparations, like they'll give <laughs> us the free flight, but they are they're not paying for our accommodation. Yeah, once you, know you land, I mean? you're like, like <laughs> we, we have to, your own devices. We have to fuck off and then it's just like Okay, now I'm in this country and now I need to get a job. But because I've been deported from that country, the people in this country also, they're also looking down on you and judging you because it's like, mm. hold on, you got deported when you were over there. Now, nah. like, so now, now even then your job pros- prospects are lower. So it's kind of like, yeah, like, because of course, they're not just welcoming people who've been deported it, mm. it, with open arms because it's like why the fuck did you get deported what the fuck were you doing over there yeah it's true like it's you true. know yeah and you automatically become like you seem suspicious yeah exactly yeah exactly um, so like mm. yeah here's a few quotes from this article's from uh, Sky News so uh, Amnesty International said that if the bill is passed it will create significant obstacles and harms to people seeking asylum uh, in the UK's asylum system and um, a team of immigration lawyers also concluded that the controversial bill breaches international and domestic law in at least 10 different <laughs> ways and accused the, the government of, of I don't even know what they said what's roughshod riding roughshod over its obligations. I've never heard of that word. Roughshod. What the I, fuck? But like this this government have broken so many laws. It's an everyday thing, isn't it? It's just it like is. a hobby. They just they just do this. They're just like, oh yeah, how we don't want no immigrants, so Yeah, it's mad. And then um another human rights um a leading human rights team said that le- if the legislation's passed, it will lead to chal- challenges under international human rights and refugees 
refugee treaty. So that means other countries are going to clash with us. And they've said mm-hmm. this bill represents Which the Bangladesh biggest legal... Already are. Yeah, exactly. This bill represents the biggest legal assault on international refugee law ever seen in the UK. <laughs> wow, we love it. <sighs> the thing is, yeah, <laughs> if the UK really hates immigrants really hates brown people well they shouldn't have gone around colonizing the fucking world in the first place do you know what i mean like this is this is all like all of this is historic all of this stems from slavery all of this stems from colonization so it's just like like it's tiring to it's just tiring to listen to it's it's tiring to hear this stuff it's tiring to see that they're breaking laws um because the thing is i would i would even say like oh they like us when we're um used as resources and like mm. like robots in, and in building the, the country but they they equally don't because we're we're still disproportionately we we're, we're earning less money and yeah you know like they they don't love us the nhs yeah, the thing is, nurses they, get like fucking spat and stuff yeah like, they, well, they this don't is love the thing. us they they like they like it for us to be doing demeaning jobs mm. but then when it's just like you know like when Benefits Britain will be shouting, they're taking our jobs and all of this bullshit. And oh my gosh, they're just, you know, trying to take our education system. But it's just like, hold on, when you've got like a lot of, a lot, like I'm going to use just, this is kind of from my, um, from like what I've observed growing up. When you had like a lot of the Polish kids in school and they were super mm. smart. And they were always smart. They were always in top set, all of this, yeah. And it's just kind of like, you're shouting about um, immigrants taking your jobs, but I'm sorry, like, they're all overqualified. Like, I'm sorry, like, all, all of the Polish kids in school were all, they were all hella smart. And it's mm. just like, yeah, they were going to get big jobs. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get big jobs. Of course they mm. are. Like, you know, they're Polish. They're clever. Like, they're just mm. more clever than 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 this lot, you know. That, that And that's just like literally what I thought. So then when you're just hearing about, they're taking our jobs. I'm like, I'm sorry. You're talking about taking our jobs. But like the jobs that would be at your pay grade for your level of education, your level of qualifications, like you don't want to do them. You'd yeah, like you'd rather yeah. go through the benefit system. So I'm sorry, like, what what are you shouting about? Like yeah. you're not doing you're not doing the jobs that are that are at your level, that are actually at your education level. So you shouting about them taking our jobs when those jobs you would not you would not get out of bed for for that salary, then like why how can you be shouting about them taking our jobs when you yeah. physically would not get out of bed for that salary you would not and that's why you sit on benefits instead like that's a massive generalization so like i'm just mm. gonna put that <laughs> disclaimer there but <laughs> you know I, I think like it's just a shame that the working class brits can't unite with everyone else and see that the problem isn't each other like we, we can't keep allowing like it's, it's because a lot of people in this country like just basic critical thinking skills. Yeah. They don't. They look at. They read a newspaper and they believe what the newspaper says, rather yeah. than looking at it and thinking, "Who's writing this article?" It's not people that look like me. It's people that are trying to divide. So, but this this is the whole point of that, it's, though. It's a shame. And yeah. It's the whole point of that. It's the whole. It's what. It's the. It's what the system has been built for. The system has yeah. has built. For, has been built for the working class to not come together and not stick and up fight. for each other. Yeah, like, that's that's why we had a majority conservative vote. <laughs> it's true. It's the true. conservatives knew how to um, market towards that audience to get them to be like, 
to vote against what what's best for them for their needs like yeah, they just started yeah. saying about oh yeah if a labor government higher taxes not not dis- not putting that disclaimer about it's higher taxes for that small percentage of yeah, the rich that you're not in like yeah. <laughs> you literally have to be making over 80k a year to get to even start paying that additional mm-hmm. higher tax like so not even the highest highest bracket that's that additional higher tax you have yeah. to be earning over 80k a year which you lot aren't doing so but i mean even and even so like some of you are on benefits so like you're mm. you're benefiting from that higher tax so what what are you talking about you're not paying you're not true. really you're not really paying taxes as such because you're on tax benefits like mm. but that's not to criticize anyone on on benefits but it's just like you're voting <laughs> you're, yeah like you're voting to spite yourself <laughs> yeah because it's, it's just crazy because of this um propaganda of immigrants are taking your jobs and they've made they've um well the elites that like own all the newspapers and own all the media outlets they have kind of got the message across that white working class have more in common with them than what white working class people do with other working mm. class people and it's like hang on a yes. second we've we've all got more in ch- common with each other than what any of us do yes. even though your skin color is the same they they have got really your interests playing, at heart like yeah. yeah they're really playing up to white supremacy and being like look we're all white us whites need to stick together exactly like, they're really playing up to that and oh yeah. it makes me fucking sick like it's true <laughs> anyway i don't have anything more to say on that but um yeah, I've just got one thing actually. I watched a yeah, um I watched a YouTube video the other day of um I I think he's a Black Panther from like the let me have a quick look. Um Fred Hampton, you might have heard of him. I think he, I've heard the name. Yeah, he's quite like a big well he's he's a big name and he um he basically works with different groups across America. Like he worked with mm-hmm. black people, but he also tried to get the white working class like organizations involved, that yeah. are like anti-capitalist and stuff like that involved with like the Black Panther movement. And mm-hmm. I, th- I believe he's a Black Panther. I'm not 100% sure though. And um, he also worked with like Mexicans and there mm-hmm. was a huge alliance. And then I, sorry, I, I don't know all the facts, but I think he was killed. I think he was killed because okay. the state saw him as a threat because it it was working people yeah. were coming together if he wasn't killed then something happened maybe he was imprisoned or something but um mm. yeah like he, he was bringing everyone together and it was becoming a thing like they were they were mm-hmm. they were like planning how they can like overthrow See, some of these systems this is this is the whole idea of like unionizing and you know in america yeah. like they hate the idea of unions it's like mm. no don't don't have a union don't don't we can't be having a union because it's like it's this whole idea of strength in numbers and yeah. that's why they're trying so best to keep us divided. And like, this is the thing, like people need to open their eyes. Like, ugh, this is why it's called being woke because like you lot are just walking around with your eyes closed. Um, You know, when I say you lot, obviously if you're listening to this podcast, we don't think that you're not woke, but um, <laughs> yeah. But it's like oh. these people are walking around with their eyes closed and just like open your eyes. Everything is divisive. Yeah. What are we going to say? Um, you know, Daniel Kaluuya was in that um, 
Judas the Black Messiah. Um, yeah. This was based on Fred Hampton. Um, so, yeah, he was killed oh, by was police. It? Yeah, police broke into his home when he was sleeping and murdered him. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, the movie so is really good, but really, really... Like, I haven't watched it. ...heavy, but the acting yeah. is really, really good. I haven't um, watched it. It's the same reason why I still haven't watched Queen and Slim. Like, I wanted to be able to watch that with people. Like, I wanted to watch that with my family and mm. they went and all watched it without me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like what I'm I, I was really annoyed and now it's yeah. come on Netflix I still haven't watched oh, it because yeah, it's just yeah, like it it's just like I, I just I don't what I just can't I can't get myself to watch it it's like it's hard to be watching black trauma all the time like I want yeah. to watch the black things I want to support and like you know Daniel Kaluuya mm, he's lovely but <laughs> <laughs> the, and Jodie Turner she is stunning yeah. but um I just it's can't true. get I just can't get the time to put the time to watch it because it's yeah. like I'm never in a mood to feel traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to be so like um, mentally prepared that like yes. and know that you're going to see people like, die. I would- yeah, like, I would suffer. have preferred to have seen it in the cinema, like because then yeah. I would have. I only need to watch it one time, and I yeah. I wanted to watch that in the cinema, but then the stupid guy who I was going to go see it with broke up with me. So <laughs> <laughs> he I'm said he didn't want to see me anymore, so I didn't get to see it in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, and that's not a film. I would, and before you lot say, oh, you can go to the cinema by myself. Like I know I can go to the cinema by myself, <laughs> but I would not see Queen and Slim by myself. <laughs> nah, nah. Those films I would not go to the cinema by myself yeah, to watch. Same, but yeah, like I've I've literally got a list of films that I, I I'm too scared to watch, including like Twelve Years a Slave. Oh, and, never! Um, I'm not gonna watch the that. color purple. I can't do it. I'm scared. The color purple. I have. I read the book. Yeah. Um, it's Whoopi Goldberg in it in the movie. Yeah, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I feel I'm like just it, scared to watch a lot of these good, movies. Maybe read the book. Mm, maybe the book's not. It's, it's not too bad. But it's just still. I know the topic. Like, I read it when I was. I mean? Yeah, I read it when I was young. Um, mm. But I feel like the way the topics are, I feel like you. It might be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I read I it. I read it when to... I was young. Yeah, I still need to watch um, all the small acts because you said I watched the the like. The worst the main, one, as the in main worst traumatizing four. episode. Yeah, yeah. traumatizing, traumatizing. Yeah, because yeah. like that's just too much. <laughs> yeah, the other episodes, like even um, the episode with um, what's his name? My husband, Michael. John Boyega. No. Yeah, um, he, <laughs> my husband. <laughs> he, um, even though ugh, I've got a few husbands, because Daniel Clue, yeah, <laughs> Daniel Clue is my husband too. But anyway, I feel like Daniel Clue is my main husband now. Anyway, um, what's his name again? John I Boyega. Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting yeah. that husband's name. So like, <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, the one with John Boyega about the the, the first black police chief. Yeah. Um, even that one, that one, like it was an interesting watch. I wouldn't say it was just all trauma. Mm. Like that, he's an it was, interesting character. Anyway, the the actual policeman in yes, real life. Yes, he is. So, I want. I actually, I yeah. want to read his book. Oh, has his he got book a book? Came out. Remember, nice. Colette, she Kletchi interviewed him because he had yeah, the book coming she out. Yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he had his book. His book was coming out, and yeah. small acts. Oh, as well. around the same time. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. His books. His books out. So I'd like to read his book. <laughs> There's lots of books I'd like to read, but I feel like I'm not reading anymore. Yeah, I'm I not. haven't picked. I haven't picked up a book in 
since Queenie. <laughs> I've got so much to read. Like I've got books and books and books piled on top of each other, but literally it's just that's what the, uh, they're just in a pile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm more into like I was talking about this earlier with you. I gather information from online and people mm-hmm. might say, oh, that's, it's not reliable resources, blah, blah, blah. It's like sometimes you can actually learn a lot on social media. Yeah, I feel or like you Maybe can. not all on social media, but like on Google, on yeah. YouTube, on podcasts. Like it doesn't all have to be, oh, let's read a book. Books are insightful and they, yeah. they give you so much information. But, you know, like I'm dyslexic, Han. I, I like different forms of media as well. Yeah. Like, like I, def- I definitely do agree. Like you can learn a lot online and most mm. people's research is all online as well. Um, mm. However, the only, I do I do have kind of like mixed mixed feelings about the social media learning because I just feel like because the way social media just influences your thinking from day to day and Mm. it really just gets into your psyche and then when you're consuming so much of it and then you start thinking oh I'm not versed to talk on this or no or yeah like and then and then it just gets into your psyche so much so that you start questioning everything about yourself or yeah, like a lot of things true. about yourself I feel like that's where it's a bit much but um but then at the same time I agree like it's like it's a really good place to mm-hmm. find to find information but I do feel like sometimes you need to have breaks from some of those accounts because it's like yeah, not definitely. everyday trauma please like yeah. anyway I don't follow them like I follow like say um no white saviors that account is amazing but mm-hmm. I don't follow it but like I keep tabs so like maybe once a week when I'm in the mood yeah I'll have a look I've got it saved and yeah I'll click on their page and be like oh like I've learned something new but I won't I won't seeing that on my timeline I just prefer on my timeline it just to be pictures of people yeah (laughs) you know cute people people just living their best life that's not how we like it yeah but anyway I wanted to talk about um okay yeah so more criminal acts done by the government um so <laughs> than breaking the law uh, allegedly come back to that <laughs> this is but this is allegedly there's there's video and uh for <laughs> evidence but it might now. not be criminal oh no but it was because the laws that were at the time yes it was <laughs> oh god <laughs> so um yeah <laughs> the downing street christmas party <laughs> that was happening last year <laughs> <laughs> These like I'm sorry, Dominic Cummins is having a field day. Mm. Oh my gosh, sorry, this is so bad. I've just because I had an email from Kai Collective being like, oh, new drop, and then I've just looked at it and I'm like, oh my god, this stuff is beautiful. <gasps> is it? Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't afford any of it. <laughs> I'm gonna have a little look. I I probably can't, definitely can't afford it, but I'm gonna have a look. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah, guys, Kai Collective is my favorite, favorite, favorite brand in the whole world. I always <laughs> click on the email, but obviously it hasn't dropped yet. When it's coming it out tomorrow. The fuck? Tuesday. Yeah, how can they just put this out coming out tomorrow when the other things they give me a week, a week's notice? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't have three hundred pounds tomorrow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh gosh. And it's, yeah, it's literally, wait. Yeah, and it's literally £300. Oh, yeah. mm, gonna have to leave that. Anyway, sorry, uh, I digress. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, there's no Christmas parties for me to wear this drop too, so it's fine. Um, 
<laughs> Down the street Christmas party, like I, this government, I don't know for, I don't know how many times. You no, know what was what I thought was the most was really funny was when um, Diana, you said to me, "Oh, Boris has an announcement tonight. Maybe he's resigning." And I was like, "This guy ain't resigning. Come on now, he don't think he's done nothing wrong. Like this guy ain't resigning." I was convinced that matter. he was. Yeah, because everyone he, was like saying he shit. Came, <laughs> he came out talking about booster jabs, like that <laughs> mm. you can't get. You resigning. can't even get them online. Like what? Yeah, what was no, the announcement for? Um, our age group, like under thirties, get offered it on Wednesday. Wednesday, guys. <laughs> so, uh, about like when this episode comes out, apparently we should be able to get the booster job from yesterday. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but nah, like this guy, this government. There's, they're doing too much, just too much like foolishness, too much randomness. Even today, like, um, you know, like with their kind of red list and all that bullshit. Oh, sorry, I've gone on Instagram and looked at, they're, they're here with the drop on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sick because I can't, oh. Nah, okay, look, I can't, I can't have any more quite collective this year. At least I, I gave them some that. more money this year. Anyway. Okay, sorry. I digress again. So sorry, guys. Um, yeah, even today, like on Shadeborough, like, because I get all my information from Shadeborough. Um, so from the travel red list, and they put all the African countries on, on the red list because, mm. you know, that makes all the sense. Um, so then they're now they're saying about the travel red list to be scrapped by next week for the fully vaccinated, um, which was the transport secretary, Grant Shapps said that he's gone and convinced colleagues it should be replaced with testing for the fully vaccinated. And it's like, this is too much making decisions and then doing, mm. sorry, quote unquote, U-turns on all the decisions they're making. All they've been doing <laughs> all the time. I swear, U-turn must have been one of the most used phrases by the government. It actually feels like years. a game of like, you know, or something or yeah, like fucking squid game. like... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's some <laughs> sort of card game. Lives. They just put in a card and they're like, oh, yeah. today, let's do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, today, <laughs> no more travel red list. Yeah. Hey. Nigerian government were putting us on the red list in retaliation. So yeah, no more yeah. travel red list for fully vaccinated. And it's just like... It's just, it's just, I'm tired. I'm tired of this bullshit. Like, you guys just... Nothing can surprise me with this government. Nothing. Yeah, same. nothing. The like the most surprising thing was Matt Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most surprising that thing. Was After actually, that, that was that was a massive hilarious. surprise. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was just like, what? What am I seeing? Like, this what am I seeing on my timeline? Who on my timeline? Who was who was grabbing us? And they said it was Matt Hancock, oh. and I was like, oh. And at first it was just at first it was just the fact, oh yeah, because he was breaking COVID rules, and I was like, oh, well, we know they were all breaking COVID rules. I mean, now, like, sorry, where is the where is the vim for this government and their Christmas party? Because they they sacked Matt Hancock. Yeah. But anyway, like, but then but then it was just like with the whole Matt Hancock thing, it was just then it started. It turned into an episode of EastEnders because oh, hilarious. <laughs> the the woman was married to Oliver Bonus. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oliver Bonus is a is like a retail franchise in the UK, by the way, guys. <laughs> so this guy who owns Oliver Bonus, this woman that was having an affair with Matt Hancock was his wife. <laughs> Honestly, how how does Matt Hancock do it? Like he doesn't I seem don't know. 
he does not have that energy. Like maybe maybe it's the energy she likes, obviously, but like mm. But she knows him from uni. She knows him from Oh, does she? I didn't know that. Yeah, my mum was telling Mm. me. But like, um, she was like, you know, she got some more deets on the drama to tell me. Mm. (laughs) But (laughs) I feel like what what is hilarious about that whole saga? No, the whole thing is just fucking hilarious in general. Mm. But I just feel like there was something I was going to say. I've forgotten. It's gone out of my head. I just, I don't know. This whole government is is an absolute joke. Like everything they do is a joke. They all break rules, but it don't matter when Boris Johnson is breaking the rules. Like mm. they just get, mm. they just put the flack on. So they found they found a woman to put the slack on, and they found a found a black guy to put the slack on. Yeah, and like you know they resigned, and it's just like. I was listening to Kalechi today um, and, and Black Girls Living Today and like both of them even said about how like, how of oh, they found they found a black person to take to take the fall for it and just and then and then Kalechi just mentioned well it serves them right being a black conservative and it's just like <laughs> you guys you guys are being black conservatives but like they don't give a shit about you they don't give a shit about yeah. you they they will they you will you will lose your job <laughs> like they don't but care it, but even so right if you work in number 10 you don't actually have to be a conservative like you're just working for the government but i i also think when you're working so closely to like certain ministers aka like boris johnson the prime minister there there has to be a little something there where you don't mind like crossing crossing a line it's like you might not mm. like define as a tory but I don't know. What I I just couldn't imagine working that that close with someone that like doesn't like. <laughs> I don't know. Like doesn't some like of the immigrants. stuff that he says, yeah, it's just like you, you obviously don't like people like me, honey. Yes, <laughs> yes, Queen. Uh, <laughs> hey, leads Queen. Us nicely. <laughs> leads us nicely onto Monique. <laughs> okay, so something come up this week. I found it on YouTube actually. Um, you know, Monique she, recently, like a few months ago, she started the whole bonnet debate. Um, um, yes, about, about like, this was like a year ago about yeah, traveling. Like, why? Why am I seeing my fine black girls black traveling in a mm. bonnet, <laughs> wearing the bonnet to yeah. go on a plane? Why aren't they dressing up to go on a plane? Like, why aren't they dressing up for their long haul flights? Why? How dare they wear a bonnet? How dare oh. they wear a headscarf for your long haul flight? The way people. People treat bonnets like they're like fucking like someone's sat in shit and they're, and they're walking around with shit on them. <laughs> Literally, I mean, this is like even, and even the queen wears a headscarf when she goes outside. The queen always yeah, has something on her head, and she wears a she headscarf. Does. So how comes the headscarfs yeah. are okay for the queen, but like we can't wear a headscarf? Hmm, something to <laughs> unpack, I guess. I just feel like, um, but really historically, wrapping your head in headscarfs like historically black women had to wrap their hair because their hair was considered too beautiful to be seen outside oh that's actually really sweet yeah that was actually historically that's even kind of like in the uk because Mm. white people were looking at their hair thinking and it's just like no your hair's too nice you need to wrap it up so we don't feel in like inferior (laughs) yeah that's why they used to shave shave um the enslaved women's heads wasn't Mm. it because they felt intimidated Mm. And so, their baldness made them more masculine. Yes, like mm, there's a lot to unpack there. Mm. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, with Monique, I'll play you what she's recently said about 
women who call themselves queens and call other women queens. And um, actually, this is specifically to black women, I think. Yeah, how come she's always only referring to black women? I think she's coming from like an auntie perspective. Okay. And to be honest, she can't can't talk on as well. So say we go on a deeper level and and just bring in the perspective of... um, kind of gay men using like you know using the term queen all the time yeah. like and like which was directly taken from the black trans community like uh mm. yeah like that's that's something that she probably isn't well versed on so i wonder where it initially come from whether it actually came from black gay men black trans people no, it, it came from black women black women it came Did from it? black women so black trans women saying queen you know is from black women so black trans Mm. women also using the word queen they're women black women as well then it coming down into the trans community and ballroom community and then 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 it being now monopolized by um gay men now yeah that makes sense that does make sense um okay let me play this everyone listen up for some (laughs) public service announcement (laughs) Okay. We also refer to each other as, hey queen, hey queen, hey queen. But here's my question. Do we qualify? Do we qualify to be Mm. referring to one another as queen? Monique then looked up some famous queens. Okay, so do do we qualify? qualify? She was also at a beach. Oh, there's another, there's another clip. It's very, um, it's a bit like a beast Simone and her manifestation list. Yeah, like, are you good enough? Like, or, are you manifesting things that just aren't in your reach? That do you deserve those things? Do you even have those qualities <laughs> yourself? Like, even though we true. did, even though we did agree with some of the things that Beastman said, but still, yeah. Like, yeah. just leave women alone, man. And just leave black women clip. alone. You want to ask yourself a few questions? Right. Do you have an undying love? For you? That's the thing. She's not. She's not being a bitch. She's she's literally saying, "Are you a queen queen in training?" But even if you're a queen in training, you're still a queen. Like no one you says know, a queen's got to be perfect. We could be, you know, a QIT, but we're still a Q at the end of the day. We're still we're yeah. still a queen, even if we're a QIT. We're still a queen. Exactly. So like, yeah, she does. She does come it. It it does come from a loving place, but it's just like auntie. It's like it's literally when aunties come and that, but they see you at Christmas time, and then they just ask you like. Where, where's your boyfriend? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. They give you advice. They give you uns- unsolicited advice. advice. Or they're just like, oh, uh, have you put on weight? Like, you know, yeah. this, this stuff like that. Don't, no one's ever, no no one's ever asked me that question. Like, yeah, but <laughs> I know what you mean though. I know. But what you yeah, mean. and like we've heard stories from 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 other people and that. But it's just like literally when just the aunties just come and just like, hmm, where's your boyfriend? It's just like, please. Like I've started getting asked that question, and it's just like. Oh, look! When when I come to present someone to you, 
then you'll accept them how I present them. But like, I have a yeah. present one, so like, just chill out. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe that's not my focus. Please, come on now. Like, instead instead of oh, how's your job? Where's your boyfriend? <laughs> like, come on now. I've got bigger things to be worrying about. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I just think it's random. She just swoops in randomly and starts conversations that no one's actually even talking about. But it's like, hmm, what can I think <laughs> of today? What can I, yeah. Yeah, like, that no no one triggered her. Well, maybe someone did trigger her to say it, but it's not like a general conversation that everyone online yeah. is having. <laughs> yeah, it is very, like, unsolicited advice. Like, yeah. <laughs> why are you coming asking us, am I a queen in training? Or, like, oh, why are you asking me if I qualify as a queen? Like, yes, I, I qualify. about it. What yeah. do I like? I'm sorry, and as well, what what qualifies me as a queen? Is this does this have to be judged by a man, or what, yeah. what, what qualifies a queen? Well, she did. She listed a few things. Like, oh, did she? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, like, um, let me get my, notes, my notepad out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't remember what she even said, but she said she said a few things like compassion, this, that, blah, 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 blah. Um, which I don't so know. They like didn't, basic they didn't seem like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't seem like they were for men. I think maybe that's her point that like girls are rude these days. So let me, let me uh, just remind everyone that you've got to be nice. Yeah, <laughs> like, do you qualify as a queen? I feel like that's the name of the episode. Do you qualify as queen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey queen. Hey queen. Do you qualify? <laughs> oh, fucking hilarious! It's very pick me in it. Yeah, do you qualify is. is uh, we'll talk more about pick me. <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah, uh. but it's also one of them things that does it require like, um, not a syllabus, but like, it, does it require a checklist? Like, I've done this, I've done this, and now I'm a queen. It's mm-hmm. like maybe just let people define themselves how they want. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, like why can't why can't we define ourselves as a queen? We're just trying to uplift ourselves after after yeah, like we're trying our to feel whole good. lives, <laughs> our whole lives just being not desirable, just being told that we're bottom of the barrel, just being like, oh, you're nothing. Oh, black women this, black women that. Can mm. we just be queens? Like, yeah, can we just feel like good? we're <laughs> we're in this we're in this space of you know a black woman empowerment and like you know mm. yes queen hey queen like we're just in this place where we're just uplifting each other can we just stay in this place like what yeah, we what don't is need so to wrong be super woke like get our woke yeah. magnify glass out and stop fucking are you things wrong with it <laughs> literally like just let us all just uplift ourselves we've had a lot of time of just being degraded as black women and mm. you know and like even and by men being being like told that we're nothing being yeah. like oh we're not like we get they they bring out songs called wifey but then they're never wifing us <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> very true <laughs> like we we've gone through that era let us just uplift ourselves and be queens and be black queens and let let just black love be the center of this like yeah let's just you know make mm. that popular now <laughs> yeah yeah i don't see a problem with calling yourself a mm. queen if you think you're a queen then you're a queen i'm not gonna stop you <laughs> hey queen yes queen you qualify as a queen don't worry you all qualify and if we're gonna start, start doing that then does queen elizabeth qualify as a queen <laughs> does she meet all of your, <laughs> all of your spec? 
<laughs> well, what about fucking Bloody Mary? Oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> Bloody Mary? You know, some... Yeah, wasn't she a queen? Mary Queen of Scots? Yeah, Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody Mary. She, yeah. Was, she was nicknamed Bloody Mary because she was chopping everyone's head off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very queen like. I was just thinking, like, bloody, like, which Mary you're talking about? Because, <laughs> like, you know, that might have confused some people. Yeah, Let, clarif- clarification. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Get get with your English history. Oh, gosh, we got yeah. enough of it in school. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Does does Queen Elizabeth qualify? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no compassion. When she went, when she was talking, talking about her Commonwealth. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, moving on. moving on. So um, I just wanted to talk about this because it was interesting. I feel like, yeah, guys, me, me and Deanna, we, we like literally we are messaging 24 <laughs> seven <laughs> we are messaging 24 seven and basically the reason why i even suggested you know what we should have a podcast is because we did this little live stream bullshit thing and then afterwards diana was chat chat chatting to me and straight after <laughs> and we were talking non-stop and i was like mm, no i'd rather and like literally that was how our relationship grew that's how it began yeah literally we we did a podcast that no, we did like this live this live stream thing and hosted this little live stream um talk show and then um which actually you know it's such a waste because like imagine in the future we could we could host a talk show like we that. could we did such a good job in the metaverse People in, oh my god in like, what <laughs> <laughs> wait what it just cut out I, I said i said we could host something like that in the metaverse <laughs> <laughs> we could yes uh, oh gosh sorry we're just out in our ideas we might cut this out we won't cut it out, but um, <laughs> nah, but like, okay, so yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah, you know, we, we were hosting, and like, we were good hosts, you know, we we were we were good hosts, but I was like, the people on there just mm, this is a bit wasted on us, so let's not do mm. that. Um, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, so like, me and Diana, we're texting twenty four seven, yeah, and then we were talking about no, you mentioned about. Um, owning property and how you were yeah, worried yeah. if about owning property and adding and like contributing to cat- capitalism. Yeah, because um, I basically have entered the um, left wing communist side of Instagram and I've been doing a lot of reading. And, <laughs> and this is another reason, sorry. Coming back to um, inf- <laughs> infographics and, co- and like consuming too much. Yeah, this, this. <laughs> I I started to feel really bad because one of my plans of things that I want to do is obviously a lot of people want to do this is invest in property because yes you, the way that we kind of we're not even um, we're not even taught this stuff but when you do your own like research and stuff you you realize oh passive passive form of income like you know if I buy a few properties and have people renting them then yeah I can make a bit of money but. Um, the like <coughs> communist point of view, at least from people online, is that it's selfish to be a landlord because you're making money from people who need to live somewhere. You're you're basically capitalizing off of people that 
you know, are in a position where they don't, they can't, they can't afford a house. They can't just afford feel like, to buy a property. I just feel like that and, just sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, well, just, I, I was even when you, first, even when you thought, say it right now, it just, it sounds ridiculous, but carry on, carry but, on. But they were saying, they were saying that there is no such thing as a passive form of income, which I kind of do agree with, because even if you say something is passive, people are still paying for it for you so it's not like money is just coming well I think there is mm, I don't know if there's passive streams of income you know I'm not a financial expert but like but it's that passive isn't for passive you. because passive for me but that just generally in the grand scheme of things it's not passive because you can't just get money and nothing is going on behind the scenes if that makes sense like it's yeah it's not just like money fell out of the air like but then like people you, are working hard behind the scenes you worked hard to save your deposit to be able to yeah but buy then equally it's because I'd be in a privileged position and was yeah, able why, to say. Why are you in a privileged, a privileged position? Because you have you have a job. Because I guess a well-paid job enough where you can save. Because a lot of people don't aren't in jobs where they can save. Yeah, like but that's a that's not your problem. It's not my problem, but equally, like. But why does that make you like? why sorry this is just me and like the thing is it's yeah. funny because obviously like i'm dissecting your argument but like i'm for you <laughs> I'm arguing for you. but um why does that make you <laughs> like because you've been able to save and you okay so say you decided to save an early from from when you started working at from 16 you decided you started saving mm. yeah early okay yeah so because you you've been working all this time you're in a more privileged position because you've been saving your money you've been yeah, working yeah you haven't always exactly. had this high paying job yeah yeah so it's why true. does that make you more privileged because as like a communist, I'm guessing the communist point of view would be like, share your wealth, don't hoard your wealth. So yeah, but like, how how can you share your wealth if you're not saving so you can get a passive income so you have something to share? I guess they'd say the things that I am saving should be shareable. Like, but maybe I, as I a landlord, people. maybe as a landlord, you could be helping people by having a more affordable rent. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I'm more on that side of, or more of the capitalist side here, actually, where it's just like, look, my my ancestors were enslaved. My ancestors were poor. Mm. My family but, has been poor. Like I grew mm. up in quite a, a, my home life's been fine. But before that, my parents were poor, like when growing up, etc. It's not like I've been handed something like, and and even if I had been handed something, it's just like, I don't know. I don't like. I don't like yeah. the idea. At least for me, as a woman like, of color, being made to feel bad for trying to make some sort of yeah. money and make some sort of generational wealth when that's, I haven't come from not, that. That's not fair. Because I like, even even yeah. so, the fact that you need to now justify by saying, okay, as a woman of color, why should I feel bad? Like the thing is, like I personally believe that you shouldn't feel bad at all. <laughs> like, mm. I, even, and it's like you yeah. don't need to justify you feeling bad because you're a woman of color, mm. and you don't need to justify yeah. feeling bad because your um your parents grew up poor and your parents did what they could for you, and then you know you mm. guys didn't you guys you didn't necessarily grow up well off. I don't feel like that that justification is necessarily needed, and I do feel like a lot of these like this is where. 
Yeah. I feel like the line, the line of wokeness, and this is like, I'm sounding a lot like Piers Morgan right now talking about wokeness, but the line <laughs> of crossing of being, of being woke, where you go to the extent, over the extent of um, where you're, where it's like, you now need to criticize normal people who have managed to make something of themselves and buy a property mm. where I just feel like, actually, this sounds like it's coming from a place of jealousy because where is your savings? What are you mm. investing in? So you're going to shame anyone for investing in something to to make a bit more wealth for themselves. You're going to demean them and say, oh, you're part of the capitalist problem, you know, because I'm sorry, like, and the thing is, if they knew more about kind of stocks and shares, if they knew more about, mm. um, about um, digital currency, like Bitcoin, all of that, if they knew more mm. about that, they'd be slating that as well. But the thing is, yeah, is yeah. that property is an easy thing to slate because they have an idea of how it works. And then they can mm. talk about, oh yeah, well, you know, people can't afford to live and afford to buy houses for themselves. But it's like, yeah, but you were also one of those people and you're mm. talking about, and look, that how do we, how do we make, like, if we get more people who are from the UK who have been born here, buying property, buying, buying more property, normal people owning property, there would probably be a bit more affordable rent because people are only yeah. renting out how, um, just like are renting out to, co- to cover the cost of the mortgage and mm-hmm. to cover costs of any kind of damages and stuff like that. And like, yeah. yeah. And like the thing is, it's a passive income. Like they're not like rent is not kind of being put up and overinflated to an extent like mm-hmm. where, oh my gosh, like you're charging people 10 times the amount of what <laughs> your mortgage yeah. is. So like, you can't be saying about like, it's not, you can't be talking about it in a sense of you're exploiting people. No, you're, no, you're not like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, People can't afford to live here. People can't afford rent, but people also can't afford to buy. So, and like this system is impossible. So I'm sorry, people who are working hard to make something of themselves, to save money so they can own property, so they can have this passive income. I'm doing quotation fingers. So they can have this passive income. Then like, why is that now that you want to come and come for those people who are trying to, who are trying to just get by in life because at the end of the day you're still just trying to get by in life yeah you're, and it's like, like you're talking they're talking like you being someone who has saved a deposit is hoarding wealth yeah and it's like at some point we all do need to look around and be like yeah we all do live in a capitalist world there's no way that we can't contribute in the machine to it. yeah that we're, we're going to be contributing to it in some way some people more than others landlords might be contributing more than like the general person who's renting to the wheel of capitalism but it's like equally the things that i might be doing with that passive income might be look i'm gonna donate this much to exactly um, black charities and organizations that help black people that are in need like mental health um mm-hmm. mental health organizations and stuff like that like i might be doing stuff to actually like, help people i would like to see these people who are coming out about yeah. landlords and that 
So come for those charities that like, what the fuck? You've been saying you've been solving world hunger for how long? <laughs> and it, still poverty in the world. So still poverty mm. in this fucking UK. So like, that's like, why aren't they coming for them? Why aren't they coming for big organizations? No, they're not coming for them because it's easier to shame the people who are next to them, the people that they're jealous of. That And that's the thing. And mm. I really think it comes from a place of jealousy. Um, and like, also, I'm just like, this whole idea of... Um, no, carry on. I've lost what I wanted to say. I've lost what I wanted to say. <laughs> I was just thinking though, with um, with people like in their 20s, 30s, 40s that are landlords, I think if you look at the bigger picture and look at like the billionaires and stuff, <laughs> and I don't like, I don't like passing the, the blame onto people, but come on, like, like exactly. the general landlords isn't, isn't yeah. as detrimental to the planet and to society yeah, exactly. as what these people are like. I, I think we're just trying to, like you, as you say, we're trying to get by. We're trying to make a bit of money, so we're not, so we're not so like we're not suffering. Broke. I'm sorry, like yeah, we, so we're not broke. We are in a position where so we're comfortable. Yeah, we are in a position growing up now where we are worse off than any yeah. generation right now. Like we're living in a world of austerity because of a conservative government for the past ten years, and we are in a worse off position than anyone in our mm. generations before us right now. So I'm sorry, like this whole idea of coming for normal people who want to own property so they can earn a passive income, quotation fingers again. Um, like, why are you coming for them? And yeah, this is my thought that I wanted to say. Mm. Like, why aren't they also coming for, okay, they want to come and cuss um, normal people who are getting into property who want to buy mm. a couple of properties maybe yeah make a bit of money for themselves but i'm sorry like people who are from the uk and they want to buy property in the uk to rent mm. to other people in the uk yeah mm-hmm. i feel like that is better than having these large corporations and these people from overseas who buy up all of the new properties in London mm. they buy up yeah. all the properties and then they charge what rent they want so you guys can chat about landlords but I'm sorry the landlords that you need to be chatting about are these people who are from overseas and like obviously I'm not talking about immigrants right now I'm talking <laughs> and refugees so please don't get me wrong these are like these are rich people from like the Middle East like Dubai um and all these places and like China mm. and um um and like and places like that who are coming with that money, buying all of the new builds, all of those flat buildings mm. in the UK and then renting them for high prices. That's yeah. where there's a problem because they, they're buying up the whole market. So then there's no yeah. properties for first time buyers. So, and that's where there's a problem. So you talking about, you trying to shame people for owning one, two, plus to two and um, plus more properties who are actually born in the UK and are from here. Like that's not correct because we should be able to buy property in our own country. Everyone in this country should have somewhere to live, should have a roof over their heads, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. this whole idea of renting, like that is a thing because they've made it impossible for us to own anything. So what do you expect? And that's the thing. And like, that's why the government even has these things of help to buy schemes and the the shared ownership schemes, because mm. they have to keep a percentage of properties where, where first time buyers have chance to buy them. 
Yeah, like they yeah. literally have to section off some properties where it's like, no, these are for first time buyers only. And they mm. have to do that. So like, literally you guys are chatting, 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 talking about capitalism, talking about like, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to drive home this point, but you're missing the mark completely because why do you, and people who want to be woke and are trying to, um, come across they're trying to like spread information and stuff like that but they're targeting but they're demonizing the wrong people Mm. like please get it right and like and this is the thing even with my argument like with like i don't even believe it's a problem if someone has someone is rich but they're from the uk and they're buying property because know Mm. what like they're from here and they're buying property do you know what i mean like um, you know, like they're they're not buying up all the properties. That's the thing, because like we know it's these big corporations from overseas that are doing that. But the fact that yeah. they're here, they're buying up, they're buying, they're being able to buy property. Okay, fine. Their parents are rich and they can give them deposits so they can buy property. Like I, I even don't see a problem with that because now it's like you're you are now shaming the fact that their background, you're shaming their background just because they have money. And I feel like. We, I feel like it's getting into a point where we're shaming people for a position or like a head start. Whereas mm-hmm. I understand like, obviously there's lots of different types of privilege, but but when it comes to property and you're trying to drive home a point of hoarding property, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, us younger generations, like it's, it's not us hoarding property. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is as well, like, I just don't think people should be coming for people of colour. It's like, we've had mm-hmm. it fucking hard enough. Give us a break. Like, if, if yeah. we want to start to making shame money Bright. in different ways. Yeah, for like, this. they try to shame Patricia Bright. It's just like, can we not, like... Like, <laughs> can we not own our houses? <laughs> it's like you enjoy seeing us poor. Like, it's yes. like it's like you enjoy they seeing us as robots and doing the most basic jobs. They love seeing the struggle. They, want, they love yeah. the struggle. And that's the thing. And they love seeing... And, like, this is the thing. And this is the thing what um, I feel like black people um have and i'm and i'm actually i'm only specifically talking about black people because we like to see ourselves struggle we like Mm -hmm. a struggle story but then as soon as people kind of get anything get any type of fame get any type of clout get any type of money we look at them at them different we look at them Mm -hmm. like oh, look at them, they have all this, this money, blah, blah, blah. Even like, <laughs> even with the kind of like, if we talk about um, reference Lan- Lani Goods and Tion Wayne, like, yeah. like, l- like a lot of people, we all kind of looked at Lani like, you're crazy. Like you're an influencer. Don't you have the money where you can pay off that debt anyway? Like you've got a mortgage, you got this, you got that. Also clearly the debt ain't that bad. But at the same time, we're not in her situation. Maybe like, mm. obviously it was very bad for her that she needed to beg for the money of Tion Wayne. Like she couldn't take the yeah. L, you know? Yeah. And like, there's stories, stories, stories. We don't know what is true. All we know that is that there was a Rolex involved. So, <laughs> like, so like, you know, and even in that sense, we look at influencers, we look at, um, and we look at musicians like, oh, well, they've got loads of money. So why can't they just do this? And why can't they just do that? Mm. And it's this whole thing of like, we love to see people struggle. We love to see people at the bottom. But as soon as people have some kind of fame, as soon as people, we suspect people have some kind of money, we want to shame them. 
um yeah and like we're yeah. we're all guilty of that i'm guilty of it as well you know mm. <laughs> like yeah it's true but stop shaming normal people because they want to they want to get into property at the end of the day it's seeming like being able to um being able to own property is is the best investment right now like the most i want to say the most stable investment mm. right now than than anything yeah. else like because Everyone is investing in something, but this whole idea of like when people like the whole idea of like stocks and stuff like that, that's not for everyone, you know, like that's mm. that's not for everyone and trying to get into digital currency. That's not for everyone. And but property is the mo- is the most stable. It's been around longest kind of thing. Well, obviously, stocks since stocks market has been around for a long time. But the thing mm. is, like the pro- property has been around the longest, you mm. know, yeah, so yeah. And it's yeah. the most, it's, yeah, it's the most secure type of investment to try and get where you can just be able to have some money where you know that you're getting money in. And as well, yeah. the thing is, you don't always know if you're getting money coming in for the times when that property is empty, the times when you have to invest in that property and make it up because um, because it's outdated. Um, do you know what mm. I mean? So like... They need to. They yeah. need to shut up. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I think I, I do want to read a bit more about it, mm-hmm. just about just to improve my like knowledge around properties and stuff. Anyway, but yeah, I just thought, like, really, is everything I do like in in a world that is built on capitalism? Mm-hmm. Does everything no have to fall on your shoulders? Ta- yeah, like whatever I do is gonna be incorrect. Like, yeah, incorrect to someone. Um, or too far to someone yeah. or not not far enough to others and it's just like oh, exactly i just want to live yeah because you know? even cause i even enjoy think of this all the time and I, like you need to kind of weigh up um you need to weigh up kind of like what something means to you and how deep are you in it like so mm. even so like i'll use the example of kind of like sustainability and stuff so for me I do care about the planet. I do care about sustainability. However, how far am I into it? So like I I work for a company that, you know, that sells luxury fashion and okay, like, but then luxury fashion, we know that fashion is not sustainable. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I need to think how yeah. deep am I into it? Do do I like, do I need to feel like I'm morally wrong for having this job? No, the fuck I won't because I'm sorry, I've got a good job and I worked hard to get yeah. here. And actually yeah. this is this is the job that I wanted. This is the type of environment I wanted to be in. And I like that I can work in fashion. Mm-hmm. So um, in a different way. So like in those ways, you need to kind of weigh up what things mean to you. It's even like... Um, even when we've spoken about veganism and we've spoken yeah, and like we've spoken about um about different animals and and you said to me oh well you don't have a hierarchy of what animals like you put most respect on and that you would eat and yeah. stuff because i'm just like yeah i'd uh, like yeah if i was given dog to eat yeah i'll try it i'll eat it like <laughs> i'll give it a go like, at the end of the day it's meat meat is meat to be like so i'm not like you know, we need to kind of, but we can't be feeling shamed for mm. the decisions we make and we can't let people, and I feel like this is the thing, environmentalists and stuff, that they're very judgmental people. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why they've got a bad name because like mm-hmm. there's no grace given with for, a lot yeah. of them. It's like, you've got to do this or you're... You're um, killing the whole you're planet. A you're a problem. Yeah. You haven't stopped eating fish from watching Seaspiracy. So you're a problem. Let's go after mm. all those native tribes that 
that you know that hunt <laughs> that hunt seals because you know that because they can't afford to actually buy groceries yeah. because every <laughs> because the grocery prices have all gone up like it's so fuck? fucking rude <laughs> but even just like stuff like ordering parcels i order stuff i don't really go out shopping ever mm-hmm. i probably have about five parcels a week just of like i'll order my vitamins online i'll mm-hmm. order like just anything online and like it comes in plastic and i don't even think about it and maybe i should think about it but at the same time but I've what got can to you do stage now where it's like unless I the companies recycle. do something what i can recycle you do? I recycle like the fucking green waste in my garden. I recycle my food. I have a food bin. I try and separate all. Like it's just like I'm doing so much, and I'm also vegan. I also use a bamboo toothbrush. I use fucking metal straws. Blah 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 blah. blah. I do all this stuff, and it's like honestly, how far? I probably could go further, but like when when billionaires aren't listening to environmentalists, why would I? Why 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 is it that like you need to be inconvenienced? Yeah, like no. I, I want to order my vitamins in peace, and I want Literally. to order like and the my thing things is, in peace. This whole thing with like the plastic and the recycling, like that's not actually on you how they package their their shit. And also, yeah. like we want to receive our goods in a in a good way at the same time. Mm. So like that's another thing that we can't mm, we can't be shouting, shouting, shouting about. Also, like as much as we do all of this stuff to be trying to recycle, recycle, recycle. Mm, most of our stuff does not get recycled in the UK because they don't have enough recycling plants that actually do it. So like at the end of yeah, the day, like, we're, all, we're all putting in all this effort. Most of the stuff is, everything is going to landfill. Let's yeah, let's be real. Because just... everything is contaminated. Like literally the, when you look at a plastic bottle, yeah. Um, so mm. the lid, you know, the lid is usually a different color and a different kind of strength oh, yeah, to the bottle. Yeah, you said this. Yeah. yeah um, that contaminates the rest of the bottle. So it's just honestly like it, it's just pointless sometimes when mm-hmm. it's like I'm trying to recycle I'm trying to do things but it's not going to work yeah. like it, it's because the systems ain't set up to actually to do it. be environmentally and friendly the government aren't putting <laughs> the government aren't putting the things in place to do it and you know what I was talking to my cousin as well over last weekend because like there's been a lot of talk of frigging electric cars in my household but mm. um anyway <laughs> So like we were talking about um we were talking about electric cars and like obviously electric cars, yeah, it's better for the environment, but is it really? Because at the end of the day, you still need to use electricity to charge them. And what are we still using to produce electricity? We're still using a lot of fossil fuels, so and um which um and that are emitting carbon emissions. Anyway, mm. like they have developed, there has been a development has been made for hydrogen powered cars. But the government um, and nowhere in the world is going to put money into hydrogen powered cars mm. because it, it is all about money. Yeah, because it will collapse the car industry because hydrogen is a natural resource that you can get from anywhere yeah. and is easily accessible. So why would they make hydrogen powered cars when then like you can't buy the cars, <laughs> like you can't buy the petrol, mm. you can't you can't be fueling your car, they won't be making money. So at the end of the day, like this government don't give a shit about this planet. So like yeah. let's let's stop pretending like we really can impact much change. I say much change. I'm not gonna say we can't impact any change, but we're not gonna impact much change. Like look at what is it, COP twenty two? COP twenty two, yeah. what 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 happened? Twenty six, wasn't it? Was it twenty two? I don't know, isn't it? It's twenty twenty two next year. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I get twenty six? It probably is twenty six. You're probably right. Cop, 
cop something. I called yeah. it cock just now <laughs> instead of cop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like anyway. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm done in that conversation. It's just it's yeah, annoying. Same. Like I feel like I'm tired. Yeah, there was just something that I did want to just mention. Just that we don't have to. Like it's okay for us. Actually, I'll put this in. Inject it. Like let's just let's just mm. inject it. Like we are not okay. adding to the capitalist problems. You know, by just trying to live, just trying to make a living. Mm. Um, we're you know we're literally just trying to have some money for our families to pass down. Mm. And that's it. And it would be wrong of us to not be trying to have money to pass down to our families Mm. so they can live. Because look at us right now. Look at us. Mm. Look at us. (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) No, but like, look at us right now. Like, we're worse off. We're a generation who can't own, who can't own houses. We're a generation who like, we can't do anything without being married (laughs) or having a partner to help because we're a generation where uh wages have not risen but the prices of everything else has Mm. so we're a generation where you call an ambulance and it's (laughs) a five-hour wait Um, and we're a generation where the ambulance can be a five-hour wait because you have extinction rebellion um what was the name it wasn't then you have no who's insulate britain insulate britain gluing themselves to the motorway so the mm. the ambulance can't come. <laughs> Jesus, how did we get to that? Being silly, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> inject it. <laughs> That's a good inject it. Um, oh, that was my inject is... it. Sorry, my inject it's coming up. So yeah, that was your. <laughs> that was that was my final thoughts. <laughs> um, mine is um, mine probably something like set boundaries with your family this Christmas don't feel like Ooh, you have to do everything with them like if, if you, you need some space if you need some time alone if you don't get on with your family members then just um, you know make your own plans keep yourself happy watch some Christmas films yeah. with yourself or with your friends you know um, make some Christmas snacks just do things that you know are going to keep you happy and don't mm-hmm. don't be out here trying to please everyone turning up to all the Christmas events because sometimes it's tiring especially like work Christmas events where you've got socialised and maybe virtually socialising it's quite draining virtually socialising is very draining I feel like there needs to be more on that because last the last two Mm. weeks I've been on this um, design spike and it's all Mm. been virtual and it's like literally like all day every day of the week except for Wednesdays I have to be on camera to these people Ugh. listening to them like sometimes I'll t- I can turn my camera, camera off but then it's like I have to listen to these people all day I have to talk to these people all day just be on this virtual thing all day whereas like you know mm. when you have meetings at least you can log off the meeting and just yeah. do stuff yeah. by yourself but because it was teamwork and it was virtual we're just on camera all day and it's just like this is tired I was so t- I've, like the, the past two weeks I've been so tired just from there is something- being on the computer there's something different, differently draining about virtual yes. conversations because I don't know what it is. Maybe in real life you get a bit of a buzz because you meet people and then you're like, oh, I can go to the kitchen yes. and like go to the cafe, get a coffee, like and talk have to a different quick socialise. But online you don't really get that little period where you're like, oh, hi, you're right. Do you have a good weekend? It's literally like you jump into the meeting mm-hmm. and it's like, so today we're going to be doing this. Like, like, oh, well, because we sake. have those chats like, oh, how was your weekend? Stuff like that. And icebreakers and shit. But then it's just mm. like, it just gets to a point like where it's like, I'm tired of seeing these people on camera. 
I'm tired and I'm tired that I have to be in this virtual room with them all day. Mm. Like it's like you're being supervised in a sense and then you're all working yeah. in the same file together. But then it's like you kind of need to be on in case you need to ask a question. And it's just more draining mm. than like if you're doing teamwork in real life, I feel like that's a bit less it's less kind of imposing. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you can actually take more breaks. I feel yes. like meetings, like I found why that in have the I office. Got a like four hour meeting in my diary. Like that that sh- that's, that would that's not be ridiculous. normal in real life. And it wouldn't be let's have a break halfway between. It would be like let's have a break every half an hour. Let's yeah. everyone get up or let's let's do activities. It wouldn't be sit and take notes or sit and listen to some someone or a few people talk for like four hours That's or disgusting. two four hours, hours in a break then another two hours just yeah like just silly things like that I think it's just so unnatural four like hours them. a meeting for four that's half of the day I know of a meeting <laughs> I know what are they telling you in this meeting what what possibly could they be updating you about that it needs to take four hours I think sometimes that they that can't split lo- it up into four one hour meetings across the week People have long meetings where they bring loads of people in from across the organization into one meeting. And then um, it's like they get updates from everyone. So but then it's they for could their do, benefit. They could do the updates separate. Or even updates over for email. For one hour. Like, oh, yes, yeah. over email. <laughs> what do you need a four hour meeting? I don't need to listen to this person talk about this shit. I'm not talking, I'm not even listening anyway. Like it's got mm. nothing to do with what I'm doing. Like why can't there be separate meetings and you can choose not to go to them? Yeah, I definitely think virtual boundaries is going to have to be a thing because like, yeah. I, like that's it, that should be some something that really you should be like suggesting it. because I'm sorry, no one wants to be in a four hour meeting. <laughs> no one, no one in this earth wants to be on a four hour virtual meeting. It's true. It's true. Like, <laughs> no. But anyway, no. guys. That's disgusting. Anyway, yeah, I'm injecting this week. My injector is, it's okay to have nice this, things. You just... That wasn't oh, my injective. That was, those were my oh. final words. <laughs> okay. So I was just saying, oh no, I'll I leave this for injective. No, I was like, oh, I'll okay. leave this for injective. That's what I was saying before. But I was like, these were just my final words. My injective okay. is, um, it's okay to have nice things, guys. And um, yeah. don't don't be worried about um, adding to a capitalist problem when at the end of the day, we live in a capitalist world. There's nothing we can do about it. If you want to, if you want nice things and if you want to spend your money, how you want to spend your money, spend your damn money, save up for your property, save up and you know, get lots of properties, make some generational wealth mm. for yourself. Yep. Just, just get all the properties so you can have some extra money to do what you need to go on holiday, you know, and just add to more capitalized capitalist things, you know, buy some luxury mm-hmm. fashion or some, or some shit like that. You know, just what, what can we do? <laughs> Like, not much. Yeah, it's true. Got to enjoy our life somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yep, oh. yep. Anyway, that is it for us this week. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag Inject It Podcast. Um, tweet us. You can find us at Inject It underscore pod on Twitter, on Instagram, on everything, on TikTok, on like whatever other social media apps you can think of. You could probably find us there. Um, yeah, just... Give us five star review yeah. on Apple Podcasts too, and follow us on Spotify. Follow us on everything. Uh, yeah, that's our fiftieth episode. 
Oh yeah, episode 50 guys <laughs> Episode 50 Can you believe it? Thank you so much for being with us on this journey um, I'm going to repeat all of this in two weeks time And we've had our, you know, year yeah. End of year episode But like, thanks guys um, We've Love really been enjoying it And We're yeah. not going to stop We're not going to stop We're not going to stop you know, find us in the metaverse, like I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't be stealing my ideas. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> that other podcast. <laughs> you're late to the party. Anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we hope that you enjoyed. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, any final words, Diana? Um, I just want to say we've got lots of things planned for the new year. So yes. keep your eyes peeled. Find us obviously on all of our social media channels. Our TikTok is going to be a lot more. <laughs> we're going to have a lot more content on there soon. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we've got lots of plans. So yeah, lots of plans. Definitely join us. Yes, join us guys. And um, we hope that you have a nice rest of your week. We hope you have a nice rest of your day. And yeah, keep injecting positive vibes. And mm-hmm. we out. Oh wait, no, we're not out. Um, I'm no, Alexandra. You've got to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alexandra. You can find me at alxndr underscore nic on Instagram. And oh my god, why is my voice kind of croaky? My name is Diana, and you can find me on Instagram at d a n n n a b underscore. Thanks so much for listening, and catch you next week. Yeah, now we out. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.